Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today, I'm delighted to say Lorna Keen will be joining us, who's a content marketing director. Lorna, welcome to the show. Hi, Tom. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Lorna, can we start off by you telling our audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, no problem. Um, So as you said, yeah, I'm a content marketing director at GWI. So um, for anyone who has never heard of GWI, it's a SaaS business. What we do is we run, uh, it's the largest survey on the digital consumer. And we pump all that survey data into a subscription-based platform. Um, and the idea is that you log in, grab some insights and go. So like it, it's very much used by marketing teams around the world, advertising um, and any kind of business that wants to, you know, is very consumer centric or audience centered, which most of us should be. Um, and yeah, we work with like the biggest to the smallest brands and agencies around the world. Um, for me, it's my sixth year with the business, um, which is pretty unbelievable actually um when i joined the company uh yeah nearly six years ago there was like 60 people and now we've grown to over 400 so it's been massive massive growth and really high growth company which is really exciting nice to be part of and so like if you can imagine when i first entered the building there were two people in the marketing team including myself and there's now 35 so um wow. very much like all the way from startup to scale up um which is great there's you know lots of so much you learn in that space of time in such a high growth business so it's been good for me um but yeah it's cool I, we were just listed as an emerging emerging um unicorn and uh, had our series b funding so hugely exciting um but my role is basically all about building and growing a content team and a content marketing machine. So very much strategy and planning um, is my area of focus and making sure that everything we do ties back to our business goals. So whether it's about pipeline, revenue and everything else, um, we also have to factor in brand and brand awareness, obviously, if you're in that scale up phase. Um, but yeah, like, like so many others, I kind of fell into the world of content marketing. Um, I started, I studied English, um, not the most practical of degrees, but uh, I did, I studied languages and cultural studies and my major was English. So obviously very heavily writing focused. And I then ended up doing um, a master's in French studies, writing and visual theory, and worked in France for a while, became a teacher for a time, moved into journalism. And then slowly entered writing and somehow ended up in content marketing. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a, a journey and um, learned an awful lot, keep continuously learning. And yeah, I love it. It's great. Yeah. And, and having such a journey, you can definitely pull on those other experiences. I never see different careers and different, you know, uh, an English degree is very good for content as well, I'm sure. Yeah, um, absolutely. To talk a little bit more about your current role and how you operate Lorna obviously content is a key so 
I'm guessing you started off by making content before you went into the strategy side of things. So could you touch a little bit on the content you felt you excelled at and then a bit more into your kind of mindset and how you operate strategizing and, and planning content for, for clients? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, as you say, like, I think anyone who works in content, you start out obviously mainly focused on the writing side of things. I like, I think a lot of people also start out in maybe copywriting and then might veer into content management and eventually strategy and, and this kind of realm. And that, that's very much what I did. So I, I started out um, actually working in when I, when I was in more around the journalism side of things in the media space, it was very SEO focused. So like SEO optimization, lots of um, writing for SEO and um, all of that great stuff. And then I kind of moved into, um, you know, wider content writing, then eventually into management, content management and strategy and everything. Um, so there's so much to to learn and evolve. I think that's that's one of the great things about content. Um, like content as a word is kind of annoying because obviously it kind of means everything. Like everything we do is content, especially if you're in like a, a very digital focused business. Um, it covers all manner of sins. But, uh, but generally, you know, the stuff that I'd be working on, um, there's just so much of it and there's it's constantly evolving as a space and um, there's there's a, you know and with trends constantly shifting uh, you know we work in consumer insights so it's all about you know knowing what trend what's trending in the industry so it might be like you know different formats are are winning at a certain time and you have to be constantly staying on top of that and making sure that you're evolving with that and um, so it's always there's always a lot to learn um but for me I've definitely evolved into um you know learning about process um is such a huge thing when you're starting out i suppose you're probably a lot of people would start out in maybe smaller startup businesses where the process might not be the be all and end all of everything and then as you start to grow you realize how unbelievably crucial that is to getting something right and getting a content model kind of working the way you want um like there's always gaps for us that we have to fill and challenges that we have to overcome as part of a content plan, part of a content strategy. Um, but that kind of keeps things interesting. I think, you know, like um, there's a lot of questions we have to keep top of mind. Like is our tone of voice and content standing out versus competitors? Um, and that's actually something we worked really, really hard on and we're very proud of. Um, and like, are we driving the right leads in the right sectors? what's the experience like from end to end um so it really does cover a whole lot of of different things and my role is kind of overseeing and helping um all of that but you know really implementing the strategy and the plan and then just making sure that we're hiring the right talent and and then kind of stepping aside and letting them do their thing and not getting in their way is is a key thing but also then making sure that they have the the best support to to do what they need to do brilliant and Lorna in terms of keeping up with the pace you you spoke about content and things changing is that part of your role secretly as well to keep up with the trends so when you're hiring or let's say placing people into certain campaigns or projects you're you know what their capabilities are but also how to push on the the business at times as well yeah, absolutely. I think like 
anyone who works in it has to be like that. You really don't have a choice. Like, I mean, if something is in a sector that's constantly evolving, if you're not keeping up with it, you're just, it's not going to work in your favor. And so for me, like for us, I suppose, as a team, we're always trying to keep an eye on competitors and competitor brands and what they're doing. And, but not so much even in the direct. So say, for example, like we're, we're in the market research space primarily or have been for quite a long time um but we would definitely see ourselves as more of a challenger brand uh, you know we, we can innovate a lot faster than some of our main competitors and um but we would also you know be looking at what major brands are doing um that are kind of similar like working in the content space for example are there any uh, content producers that are doing really cool innovative things that we can learn from and that's a huge part of the job and you know we always encourage everyone across the business or across the team to to really do that and keep an eye on it and similarly like we we've just amazing talent in the in the company to be honest so very lucky in that sense and really really fantastic designers creatives uh, copywriters and to have that um there and at your fingertips it means that you're 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 always innovating and everyone there's always a thirst for that um, so to be honest, I've been a bit spoiled on that front. So I'm kind of like, I'm used to um, being surrounded by people who are constantly looking to improve, optimize, you know, look for different ways of doing things. So, um, so that's been pretty cool to be part of. Brilliant. And communication across the team and stuff and identifying new trends or, you know, let's say Instagram rolls out a new form of content, uh, a reels uh, roll out that improves things and and the guys are trying out things how do you one test that as a team and get something out there and then you know learn from it do you analyze your content is that partly what you do as well yeah i mean definitely i think if you don't measure what you're doing you're probably not going to be very good at what you do. (laughs) And we definitely have to, you know, there's a big job in content to kind of promote that culture of constant analyzing and and reporting and making sure that we're reviewing everything that you do. Because even when you feel like, you know, sometimes it's, you get so caught up in, in publishing and and pushing stuff out and trying and testing new things that um, it can be quite easy to, to, not take the time to reflect um so that's something that we're trying to put way more focus on now is like you know when when we are testing and we are constantly testing new things and whether it's cross organic or paid or whatever it might be um we try to encourage it but making sure that we are you know reporting back and actually communicating those learnings as well into the team and that's a really really crucial step and I've learned that a lot, I suppose, over the last few years. Um, you know, coming in at the start as kind of a fresh-faced writer, not so much, we wouldn't have had as much focus on that or I wouldn't have had as much focus on that. And now it's kind of, that's that's everything to us because um, that's where you see the growth and you can really, there's so, you'd be really surprised at the little things that you can learn from just testing, um, A-B testing here and there and, uh, so it's definitely something we try and do a lot of. Brilliant. And in terms of identifying your kind of metrics and uh, a lot of this work that you do for your clients, 
is it always is it the usual suspects is it traffic like what what's the main what do you see as the success of a campaign and then secondly how do you identify those metrics that's a great question and i would be intrigued to hear what other people in the content industry would you know kind of uh, what their take would be on this but um for me this is something i've been working on a lot with um our you know the our vp of comms and content at the moment is mapping out like what are the kpis that we actually care about and because obviously we could measure everything and anything and there are a million and one metrics to look at as a content team as a content organization as a content function um but really honing in on the stuff that you know ties back to the business and has a direct impact on the bottom line i think that's the most crucial thing that i've learned and so we we very carefully follow a process of mapping out you know what are the big kpis that we constantly want to track um and then you know we might report back on those on a monthly cadence then we'll have obviously a lot more detail that we might go into on a quarterly basis um but yeah there is you know for so when you're trying to do things across the board because obviously like we'd run with and we'd be running a lot of different projects at any given time with briefs that would all have different objectives um but everything in that would tie back very clearly to a business goal so whether that's about you know building our brand that might be metrics around traffic it might be metrics around impressions it might be you know that kind of um those kind of kpis whereas if it's very specifically around pipeline generation that would be something else altogether so you might be tracking like you know marketing qualified leads um and making sure that our funnel is flowing and and we're bringing in the right quality of of people um so yeah it, it very much varies but i think as long as you have a very good process of starting with objectives and okrs that's that's um that's where we always start try to start brilliant and uh, is there any particular softwares you use to to kind of enhance your role or specifically measure from your point of view? Um, oh, there's no end to them. I think um, you know we've we've all the the usual suspects. HubSpot we we use uh, regularly. Um, we use Asana religiously. Uh, we literally probably wouldn't be able to do our job without them, which they be delighted to hear but um it's uh it's our go-to project management tool so i know everyone and you know i'm sure uh, everyone has their own project management tools that they swear by but um asana works for us and that's um where we house you know a lot of our, our say for example our content plan lives in there um and then all the production happens through there and we try and make sure that that it all stays within the same tool which is really key for a growing fast growth business like that with um you know designers copywriters project managers all working at the same in the same at the same time working together on different projects it just you know it's really crucial to have a a resource like that um but yeah obviously there's a million other tools as well that we use um day to day but uh, those are kind of the key ones and then yeah there's lots of others that we tap into as well for for just continuously learning and developing resources like um untapped ai for example is one that the business has invested in recently for um really kind of honing in your coaching skills linkedin learning we we rely on quite a bit as well and then resources like hubspot cm institute moz are always really handy to keep at hand as well 
Brilliant. So it's it's also about kind of training up your staff members regularly as well as them cracking on with your client work. It's it's very important to to train your staff, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. And away from your particular strengths at the moment, Lorna, is there any areas you're looking to upskill into and why? Um I yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, for, you know, in the world of content, um, strategy and planning is always going to be top of your list, um, for anyone who's like, you know, trying to, to grow in that, in that realm and, and develop your skills. And, and there's always, as, as I said before, like, there's just always so much to learn and um, learning from different brands and the way that they're doing it, learning from, um, things that you're seeing, it's it's always key. So um, attending conferences, workshops, whatever way that you can do that is always a, a really good thing to do. But um, aside from that, like I think uh, actioning data the right way is always something that we're that I'm trying to focus on. So like um, whether it's consumer insights, and this is what we you know we help our clients to do essentially is you know not just giving them insights into their consumers, but trying to help them action it the right way make sure that it it forms their strategies it forms you know and um, whatever they're hoping to use it for whether it's campaigns or business strategies um and that's something that we we need to do as well so um and it's not an easy thing like it's not good enough to just have data it's about how you use that data so the same applies to us so as a team you know we're always trying to think about like how can we leverage our data the best way? How can we leverage our social listening data? How can we leverage our analytics and make sure that we pull insights that are really crucial that will actually help us drive things forward as opposed to just, um, you know, reporting for the sake of reporting, for example. Um, so that's definitely another area to, to keep investing in. Brilliant. And lastly, we always try and understand the people behind the roles. If you could bottle up one personality trait you have yourself, Lorna, and you could pass it on to others, what would it be? Um, so I think there might be a couple, <laughs> not to, but uh, yeah, I mean, definitely, I think active listening is is unbelievably important. Um, I try to be an active listener as much as possible. Like, you know, as much as sometimes you might think that you are active listening, you can catch yourself very quickly and be like, actually, like, are you really taking in what this person is saying? So whether it's listening to um, anything, to be honest, you know, like uh, if it's a, a teammate, a colleague, uh, uh, a customer, really taking in what they're saying and getting to the crux of, you know, like when we're doing interviews, say with customers or clients or whoever it might be, um, getting to the crux of what their challenge is, uh, is a really key thing to do in content because, if you understand someone's pain points, you can create content that will resonate um, if you really understand it in detail. Um, but yeah, aside from that, I think like empathetic is always a really, really crucial one. I've been lucky enough to have some really empathetic managers um, and leaders and surrounded by a lot of empathetic people. And I think it's it's just not mentioned enough, to be honest. Um, you know, I th all the great leaders I know are really empathetic. So like making sure that you put your team first, empower them, really support them to do as much as you can and help them grow, like put their growth kind of 
before yours even if you if you can't sounds really whatever um but yeah just to, and just to look at things from a very human perspective um i think in content that in storytelling that's really really crucial is to put that empathy in that human aspect first and it's quite easy to lose sight of this when you're constantly creating lots of things and working on huge projects and whatever um you might be working on but at the end of the day you're doing something for someone so um it always turns out better if you can keep the focus on that well what, what a lovely way to end the show Lorna obviously we'll tag you on LinkedIn and if anyone listening wants to reach out to Lorna please do Lorna thank you so much for being on the show no worries thanks so much for having me awesome.